I'm Marco Werman. This is The World from Boston. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. The final lines there from the poem In Flanders Fields by the Canadian writer, doctor, and lieutenant colonel John McRae. I read them because we begin today's program talking about memorials. And the question, why are there memorials? Well, McRae kind of answers that in those lines. Basically, so you don't forget the dead and how they died. In a moment, we'll hear the issues Israel wrestles with as they memorialize the many victims of attacks and bombings there. We stay here in Boston first, though, and the decision by the city to slowly dismantle the memorial that has materialized in an impromptu way near the site of the twin bombings at the finish line of the Boston Marathon. The world's Andrea Crossan is there. Andrea, tell us about what had been left there at the site and what remains now. Marco, where I'm standing, there are still flowers everywhere. Some of them have clearly been here for a week or two. Some of them are fresh. There are also a number of crosses, candles, and um, a particularly poignant memorial for what happened here in Boston is there are running shoes. Uh, When you look around the site, there are pairs and pairs and pairs and pairs of running shoes that are uh, draped over top flags, draped over top different signs. Uh, There are handwritten notes that uh, are expressing support, Stay Strong Boston. There are a number of notes written from people in different parts of the world, signs from Australia, Canada, Ireland, Germany, Israel, the list goes on and on. So these are things that were left by people who knew the victims and just passers-by. So um, why dismantle it? I think that the idea for the city was that they were concerned that so much of the uh, this memorial, there were little scraps of paper and notes that people had written. And Michael, for the last couple of weeks, we've enjoyed some pleasant weather here in Boston, but it's been raining today, and there's concern there's going to be rain for the next few days. And what they've done is they've, they've taken, the city archivists have collected a lot of the notes that people left, and they've packed them away, and there's some talk that maybe there could be a permanent memorial at some point down the line. Right now, though, there are still all the larger items, the stuffed animals, like I said, lots of flowers, lots of running shoes, are still here. But it seems that what has happened is people have draped huge pieces of plastic over top of them so that they're protected from the weather. And where were the items taken, like some of the drawings and and posters? Apparently, they are being saved in the city's archive right now. Um, They're not going to be on display anytime soon, but I think that there there is hope that at some point those will be put towards when they actually start discussing a a proper memorial for what happened here. I'm just wondering, Andrea, did you speak with anyone down there at the site in downtown Boston just about what memorials mean to them? Like, why come to any place where horrors occurred in the first place? Any insightful comments? I was speaking to a woman who was actually visiting Boston from France. She was here with her two children walking around the memorial. And I asked her why she felt it was important for her children to see this. And her response was that she felt that it was important to, for her children to see how much, uh, you know, how much people can care for each other, not just the pain and the suffering of what's happened, but, but the caring and the outpouring and the support after something like this happens. Andrea, good to speak with you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Marco.